You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there. Don't let anyone tell you that your employment rights are not worth the paper they are written on. If you know how to use them, others will think twice about abusing them. This week is the penultimate week in our mini-series about gig economy working, and the likelihood is that if this is you, you could be both employee and worker and someone who is classed as self-employed at the same time. We ended last week's episode with you registering for your Government Gateway ID. This week, we finish off the registration process by getting you to the point where you register for your HMRC unique taxpayer reference. And you're going to need that reference, what's commonly called a UTR, so you can submit your self-assessment for your gig job remembering that you have to submit that self-assessment when you make £1,000 or more in any tax year. The tax year runs from the 6th of April of one year to the 5th of April of the next year. So this year, it's the 6th of April 2023 to the 5th of April 2024. And if you've made £1,000 or more from doing any number of focused hobbies or vocations or professions or trades, then you're going to be liable to submit a tax return. And to do that, you need your unique taxpayer reference. To get your unique taxpayer reference or UTR, you first have to log back into your Gateway account. You do this by putting your gateway number and password into the login and that will bring you to a page that says Business Tax Summary. Next, the link you are looking for on that page says Get Online Access to a Tax Duty or Scheme. So you hit this link and it will take you to the next page which will ask you what you want to add and you hit the middle button that says self-assessment for individuals, sole trader partnerships or trusts. Hit that button. And the next question you will be asked is, do you have a self-assessment unique taxpayer reference? Now, because this is the first time you're registering to pay your own tax, you're going to say no. So you hit no. You then hit continue and next. And next, you will be asked to put in the type of account you want. So here, hit the individual or sole trader button and then press continue. You next come to a page that says register for HMRC taxes. On this page, you have two choices. One says, I want to sign up to use online services for tax for which the business is already registered. That's what it says on the site. Now, because this is your first time registering, this is not the box for you. Instead, you want to hit the box that says, I want to tell HMRC that I am in business and need to register for a new tax or tell HMRC that the company is now active. 
a bit long, but it's about registering whatever it is you're doing and registering that for the first time. Now, it might just be some extra money on the side, or it might be a side hustle, or it might be a fully-fledged small new business. HMRC really doesn't differentiate between any of these. The only thing HMRC are interested in is if you are making more than £1,000 a year, for which HMRC says you should be paying tax. So click the button that says, I want to tell HMRC that I'm in a new business and need to register for new tax. Once you've hit that button, click next. The next page then reminds you what types of businesses can use this service. And it's a bit of an information page reminding you why you are using the service. So once you've read that page, hit next. The next page tells you about the types of businesses that cannot use the service. Again, double check that you should be registering for self-assessment. Then when you've read the page, hit next. You will then be taken to a page that says register for HMRC taxes, what to do next. Again, you have to read the page and in particular, you note that once you start filling in the registration form to get your UTR, you must complete the form within 90 days or you will lose the information and you'll have to start again. When you're ready, Hit next and that brings you to a page headed select taxes and here you're going to click self-assessment including class 2 national insurance contributions. Now in case you didn't know as part of your self-assessment status you are going to have to pay class 2 national insurance. Your first payments, however, they don't actually start until the second year of your self-assessment because how much you pay is dependent on the profits you make and you have to make at least £6,725. That's the figure for this current tax year. You have to make that in profit before you have to pay national insurance. So there's no need to worry about it at this stage. If you've made more than £6,725 in profit, then whatever adjustments need to take place for your national insurance, they will be made in relation to the next assessment that you submit or you'll get some kind of communication from HMRC telling you to pay what you owe. But for now, you don't need to worry about it. We're pointing this out because as you're hitting the button that says self-assessment, including Class 2 national insurance contributions, we don't want you to wonder what Class 2 national insurance contributions might mean. So we're explaining it here. So you've hit that self-assessment button, then you hit the button that says next. The next few pages are going to be about your identity. The first of the pages is going to ask to prove your identity. And here you're going to be asked to use two pieces of information to prove that identity. And that will be from a range of documents like your UK passport, your P60, maybe a phone record or a credit check, anything that gives HMRC the opportunity to prove your identity. Once you have read that page, hit continue and you will then enter pages to confirm your identity. 
On the page, you're going to be asked for your first and last name, your national insurance number and your date of birth. Enter all of that and press continue. You're then going to be taken to a page where you tick that you agree to HMRC using your chosen documents to confirm your identity. So if you've chosen your passport, then the first page that's going to come up is you inserting the information from your passport to confirm your identity. Once you've done that, then the document you've chosen for your second form of identity will then come up. So let's say you've chosen your P60. You'll then be asked to enter some information from that P60 into the template on the page in front of you. And that information will be used to confirm your identity. Once you've inserted all the information, the page will then process what you have inserted and the next page will be linked to that information and the verification will take place. What you'll see is a churning on the website. So it's like a little circle going round. And once the information is checked and it all matches up, you will then get a message saying identity check complete. If you don't get this message, you will then have to go back and check what you have written and submit the information again. There are about three pages here. One page telling you what you have to do and the documents. The next page telling you to verify the chosen documents. And then the third page where you insert the information before you get the identity check complete. Once your check is complete, you hit continue and the next screen will ask you about the type of business you are registering. Now, the questions here are questions you have answered before. So again, you're going to hit self-employed, sole trader and then hit next. The next screen is more information about your business and at the bottom of the page, you will be asked when you started working for yourself or the date when your trading allowance exemption ceased which is code for the date when you made your first £1,000. And that's because you get an exemption from the government for the first £1,000 because there's an understanding that you're going to incur some hidden costs to get to that £1,000. So the first £1,000 is exempted. So the question is asking when you got to that £1,000 or when you started your business. You choose the date that most suits you and you put the chosen date in the box and hit next. On the next page, you're going to be prompted to get your national insurance number and your personal details ready to enter on the next few pages. So once you've got that information, hit next. And after the registration summary page, hit next. Then answer all of the about you questions, inserting all the information that is asked of you and then hit next. Fill in the information about your address, check all your answers and then hit next. These next pages ask you to answer questions about when you started your business and the name of your business. Now, depending on how you're earning this extra money, you might just want to put a simple name in for your business because your business 
or whatever it is you're doing is not registered with company's house. So you can call it what you want. And then if it does grow into something major and you want to register or you have to register it with company's house, you then choose a more suitable name for that registration. But for now, just call your business a name that resonates with you. You then have to say something about the type of work that you do in your business. So whether that's house sitting or dog walking or Airbnb, hairdressing, whatever it is that you're doing, you insert that information into the section that asks you about the type of work you do in your business. So fill that in, check all your answers and then hit next. You then come to a declaration page, which is asking you to declare that all of the information you have given is truthful to the best of your knowledge. So complete this page and hit next and you then get to an acknowledgement page and an acknowledgement reference. Take a note of the reference and copy any information you need from the page, usually by screenshotting it and then just saving it as a PDF. And that's you. You have successfully registered for your government gateway ID and you have successfully registered and requested your unique taxpayer reference or your UTR. Your UTR will take about seven days to arrive in the post, but you are registered. So time to pat yourself on the back. We're working on a video for you that will take you through this process in a quick way. And we'll post that video onto our social media pages when it's completed. So remember to look out for that. If you're on our mailing list, then we will email you when the video is there and we'll put a link to the video in the newsletter. In the final episode next week, we'll go through some of the key areas where you can claim expenses and costs against that £1,000 so that you give a realistic figure of your profit. There are lots of areas that you must claim against, like travel and subsistence and equipment that you buy to run your little business or side hustle. There's lots of things that you have to claim for. So we'll go through some of the major areas in the last episode of this particular mini-series, which will be next week. Remember, if you have any questions, anything we can help you with, you can email us at employmentrightsonline at gmail.com or alternatively, you can go directly to our consultations booking page using the consultations link, which is also in the show notes. And finally, everything you can do to share the podcast information and to also leave us a review on iTunes or a rating on Spotify, all of that will be greatly appreciated. Until next week, have the most informative Employment Rights Week that you can. Bye for now.